Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 196 of the Hammer Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I have this thing where I carry around, uh, first it was my phone, uh, and I try to like you know do the little notes thing, then the note cards, and uh, then I have a notebook that I carry, and then finally I, I moved on to a sketchbook. So I try to write down... It's it's probably annoying for my wife where I'm like pulling out my phone, but she probably just thinks I'm on Facebook or some other form of social media. But a lot of times I'm jotting down stuff that she says that makes me laugh <laughs> uh, and not necessarily the most, um, you know, things that she would like me to write down or, th- you know, she's going to be like, oh, you're going to you know, talk about that on the podcast? And the answer is usually yes. But then by the time we do the podcast, um, because it's, it takes like a week and it's gestated a little bit, I'm like... Eh, it was funny to me at the time. I don't know if it's going to be funny to talk about on the podcast. And some of that stuff goes yeah. by the wayside. So where we are with uh, social media, you know, I you always there's always this option of like, do I do a quick tweet about it? Do I do a quick Instagram about it? Um, Facebook, whatever. And then you're thinking like, well, if I do that, then I burned it for the podcast. I don't know if you're in that situation a lot, but I'm like, I, I want to be able to, to be uh, – good at all these different things but i feel like the podcast should get the most love and attention yeah i agree so a lot of times i'll start tweeting something or i will tweet something and i'm like well i already talked about it on a on a tweet so that's why you'll see me and ben arguing on twitter sometimes and then usually we we don't talk about it on the podcast i know we've covered this before Mm. but um i did just get back from florida on monday i just went from Thursday morning till uh, Monday evening, and um, during that time, I had uh, I carried a notebook with me, and I I had my phone when we were like you know outside the hotel room, but then I would go on the plane. I had my notebook. I was like writing for two and a half hours. I'd be curious to see you like at a restaurant with guys like, hey, uh, the appetizers for tonight are uh, mini fried ravioli. We have some shrimp, and sir, are you are you writing? <laughs> Well, and you're like, you're like, hey, dude, can you pull that apron aside? I want to read what that stupid button says. Oh, oh, this button. Like, well, I just, why are you writing buttons in that book? I'll do. Every, I'll find myself even. Um, what is it called? Where you, uh, where you listen to the music on your phone and it tells you what the song is. What's that mm, app? Shazam. Okay, so I'll Shazam things because I go when I tell this story, I want to have this music playing because oh. I would be able to, in my mind recreate the yeah. actual scene yeah. um so i do that all the time too so a lot of times i'll i'll shazam it then i'll screenshot it so i see what the song is and i'll, I'll add it later so if sometimes during stories you'll hear music it's because <laughs> that's what i was hearing at the time and it brings it back it makes me be able to tell the story i thought maybe easy. everywhere you went you just heard 80s uplifting the music <laughs> no <laughs> so so with that being said i a lot of times if i'm out i'll write it in my phone then i'll go back when i get an opportunity and i will jot it down long form with like bullet points. Hmm. So like we've said in the past, I will write down like trip to the airport 
and then I'll write a couple of bullet points. When I get to my notebook, I'll actually try to flesh it out a little bit more. It's a good idea. I got to get better at doing that. I'll go like after the fact. I'll be like, uh, water park, screw that kid. And then I'll like look at it later and be like, what kid? What kid was I mad at? I, I have a bunch of those. And I know, again, we've talked about this where you write down, like you said, little headlines and you're just like, I have no idea what I was even I do that for that. stuff in my calendar. Like mm-hmm. the other day, I had something in my calendar that said- uh, Like an appointment you had to go to? Yeah. I had something in my calendar that says something jam, box jam. Or I said some weird thing and I was like, what is that? I even like asked, you know, I like asked, I was like, what, what is what is box jam? And it's like, I have no idea. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to miss it. Whatever it is, I hope it- Hope it's not as jammy as it sounds. Well, just to start out, uh, we got we left our my house at four a.m., which I thought there's no way in hell um, my wife is going to actually get up and be able to go out. I think I think we left at four thirty, so I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm leaving the house at this time," which again is is, is an idle threat because how am I going to do that? Right, it's super. Yeah, because I was like, "Well, if you you're just- not on this." Boss, it's leaving. You could take an Uber and just meet me at the airport, which is just going to end up costing me more money. Because yeah. I could just see her being like, fine, let's, let's just do that. It's actually, I prefer it. Yeah, yeah, I don't have to talk to you the whole way. <laughs> and I could, hopefully if it's a astute Uber driver, they have a cell phone charger in their car because I use the one. The rule in our car is if you're driving, uh, you get to use the charger and you get to have control of the dashboard. So Because I plug my phone into the GPS and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. So anyway... We get up, we drive to this uh, park and ride. We decide that we're going to drive ourselves. We get up to the Midway area. Why and, not just take the, the, the bus or whatever that thing? I mean, because I, th- wouldn't you be not a Highland? Yeah. I've never done that. It just no, seems I low rent. Do it. One, dude, one time I was going <laughs> Oops. to- one No, time, it sounds like a great- One time me and my buddy were going to Florida, and uh, I begged my brother Mark. I was like, dude, we got no, we have no one else. Like, I really need you to, can you give me a ride? And he's like, ah- yeah, I'm going to Wisconsin that day anyway, so I guess it's like a little bit, it's a little bit out of the way. But I can, we'll have to leave earlier. I can. He had to like pull a bunch of strings and make his make his girlfriend like pack earlier and leave earlier, and then we were on the way there. And uh, somebody, I think my friend said something like about how they take that like that that bus from Highland or Homewood or wherever it is. And uh, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that bus thing. That would have been cool too. And he's like, you, you didn't even look, like you didn't even look at the schedule. And I was like, ah, oh. I mean like. You know, I just I've never I didn't done think it. about that. Oh, you, I do. I'll do it. It's like it's like twenty five bucks, and it saves you all the hassle. Well, well. usually you can. Um, what we've done in the past is you can go to this other park and ride that my mom goes to, where you drop your car off, you park your car, you lock your car up, you take your own keys, you get on a bus, and then they drive you to the airport, drop you right off at your terminal, and your car stays there and it's protected or whatnot. Mm. Which I thought this was, but when I got to this place, it was only fifteen dollars a day, which you know it ended up being like fifty six bucks, which was great. Yeah, big deal. And I get to drive. I get to drive my own car home from the airport and all that it's stuff. It's a mere bag of shells. But dude. the thing is, I had to hand over my keys to the guy, and like, I didn't park my car and then hand over the keys. We got out, and it was like, hey, you got to get on this little shuttle bus. Hand over your key fob. So I hand over my key fob, and I'm like, well, should I park the car? And the guy's like, it was like uh, uh, Arab guys, and they're like, no, 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 we'll, we'll park it for you. And I'm thinking. Yeah, like, can I just park my car? And I didn't want to make a big deal about it. But they do my friend. Yeah, my friend. Just give me the keys. Just give me the keys because you got to get on the bus. You got to do this. So I went in my car, and I'm sure the guy was like super irritated. I can't be the only guy, but I took a picture of the odometer with my phone. Oh my god! Because I'm thinking like I don't want this guy committing crimes or somebody taking my car and doing something. Do you want to say what kind of car this guy might be joyriding in? It's a Highlander. Okay, a Toyota Highlander, 2008 Highlander. You're not like, hey, like leave. Like leave the Bugatti where it is. Yeah, or no, something, you know what I mean. But either way, I was like, I don't, I don't valet at a restaurant. Now I'm going to leave you my key fob to my car, 
for five days. I spent a lot of time making that thing look like the turtle van from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Do not move it one more uh, quarter mile. So with that being said, we got on the shuttle bus. My car is still idling in the parking lot. I'm like, so it's gonna get, it's gonna get. The guy's like, yeah, no problem. We, you know, we drive out to the airport, and so we get there. Now my mom has said forever, and everyone I know, the air, I guess the airport wants you to be there two hours early in order to get through security and and, and make sure you get on the plane. Ugh. That's that's the rule of thumb, correct? Is that what you believe to be? I think so. Yeah. That's what they say. Two hours is but, safe. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do less. But. I think at that time and that time of the day on a on a Thursday morning, you're probably safe with cutting it down. We we made it from the door all the way to you know to our actual terminal in less than like you know 18 minutes. I mean we we breezed through it. Now we have to sit there for an hour and a half. And they pre-board everyone. And and well, long before that, well, we actually went and ate breakfast, but we got down there early enough to where you, you start you sit there long enough and you start going like. I don't want to sit next to that guy. You just get this anxiety. Mm. And 24 hours before you get, you know, your actual seating arrangement or your seating placement on Southwest, you can go online and log in and do an online check-in. So that assures you where you're going to get placed, A, B, or C. Yep. A boards first, then anybody that is a military in uniform, uh, a person in a wheelchair or whatnot, or a person with children, I believe, get to before B, between A and B. Now, wh- why do you want to get on first? Because you want your pick of seating. It's not assigned seats. Ugh. So you, you if you're A, you can sit anywhere in the plane. That's a mixed bag. You know what I mean? That's like... Well, in these smaller planes, If you're too, lucky, we'll let you sit in this, this tuna can longer. Like I don't, You know what I mean? I get what you're saying, Just but... Just get assigned seating. Uh, what, what's going on? They used to have that. So this is this is where I'm going is... So now these planes have, there's three and three. Three seats on one side of the aisle, three seats on the other. So for us, it's just two of us flying. You are automatically know you're sitting with a stranger, which whatever. But you want to sort of pick the stranger or figure out a way to, oh, yeah, you know, sure. limit your liability. So if you're one of the, this is what happens. If you're one of those people that get on an A and B, you're going to sit um, with a spot in the middle. And then you're going to throw your coat there, making it the people that come on the plane thinking, oh, that row's already taken because that that the coat in the middle mm-hmm. means that it's somebody that already like it's is in the bathroom or they're waiting about. for somebody. That's a good trick. So what happens is, is when they have these full flights, they'll tell you like, hey, listen, don't pass up any seat. The people from the plane. So Southwest people are going like as you're getting on the stewardess are going, do not pass up any seat. It is a full plane. Every seat will be filled. But. As you walk up, you're going like, so maybe the boyfriend of a couple, he got on in B, but the girlfriend didn't get her thing in in time and she's in the C group. He's got a coat there and you're like, hey, I'm going to squeeze in here. Oh, sorry, buddy. That's saved. Well, it can't be saved. You can't save seats on an airplane. There's no assigned seats. But you can. There's people behind you and you're not going to, you don't want to cause a conflict. So you're like, all right, whatever. So you Mm. move on down. So me and my wife get on the plane. We're not going to, we got unfortunately C group because we forgot to do the online thing in enough time. Mm. So we, we get to this, like, an aisle where she's going to be one behind me, and there's two stewardesses. So you're not sitting together, for sure. Right. There's yeah. two stewardesses. They tell us, as we're getting to the back of the plane, there's, like, four open seats, and none of them are together. So there's two stewardesses and a seat in the middle, and my wife's in front of me, and then there's, like, a window seat taken, a middle seat taken, and an aisle available. So she goes, well, I'll just sit with the two stewardesses in the middle, and then you could sit there. So she asks the two stewardesses, she goes, hey... 
do you want me to sit in the middle or since you're dressed alike, your two stewardesses, uh, did you want to sit next to each other? Both look straight ahead and don't even acknowledge that she said anything. They won't. And she's like, hello. She's like, do you want me to sit in the middle or do you want to move over? They don't say anything. So I'm like, you're going to have to sit, just sit down. They are robots. Yeah. They're just, turns out that they are. Well, it turns out that androids, this is what happens. People don't want to be, they don't want to engage you. They don't want to get in an uncomfortable uncomfortable confrontation with you. So they're just going to sit there and act like you didn't say anything to them. So yeah, I'm like, I need to sit down. There's though? people behind me. Well, they're flying. They're working. So they're going to fly now to another place and take another plane. So they're actually just passengers on this plane. Okay. But, yes, they are professional flyers because okay. this is what they do. They're wearing the uniform. I end up sitting next to a, a couple who uh, are they're going to they make out the entire time. But why don't There's I totally... That's gross. But why don't why don't I just adopt that for all facets of life? You know what I mean? Like when my kids are like, hey, I want pancakes for breakfast. I'll just like look straight ahead and just be like, does not compute. Which, you know, part of I'm kind of jealous. Of my wife do kind of does that now. So I was like, hey, well, that's pretty clever. A little bit of your own medicine. But I've anyway, this, I've been doing it wrong this whole time uh, speaking. So and listening. You, the, you just you just realize like the, the airport is is just the it's the dregs of society and you just go like I know how much I can't stand my kids but I'd still rather drive to Florida than ever have to be on a plane with with strangers I don't like you know what I play that little game where I look around and I go I can't believe these people have money to fly that too I just look at people and I just go like look at this dude this this guy came up with like three hundred and sixty two dollars like where where did he get it from well. Well, so the guy next to me, uh, he basically is, he's like, oh, well, he, he, then he starts telling me, he goes, hey, you have to turn your phone off because uh, the pilot, you know, it gets messed up. If you don't have your phone off, they'll tell you that you can't have the device. I was like, yeah, it's all bullshit. Right. Like, yeah, that's, course, not, that's yeah. not real. Of course it's bullshit. And he's like, well, you have to have it on airplane mode. And I was like, yeah, you don't have to have it on airplane mode. I was it, like, isn't it funny that it's such bullshit yet phones still have a mode called it? Like. Like but the phones followed is, suit. I'm looking down the aisle. There's people with their laptops open. There's people, and they don't. And the oh, yeah. stewardesses walk past them and never say a damn word. They there's don't a guy say like, making a need... smoothie and taking X-rays of his yeah. ankle. But if they're telling you like, "Hey, we need you to shut off all these devices until we're like at a certain you know height," why don't they go through and enforce that? They don't because yeah. I'm watching this guy on his laptop. I'm like, "Well, he's on his laptop. He's yeah. going to kill us anyway. At least I yeah. want to be able to you know, yeah. uh, you know, whatever." Watch like box cutters matter. That's why they enforce box cutters, right? They don't have boxes. I mean, they don't. So, Plus, it's it's like uh, you just you can't. There's too many people. Someone's gonna sneak, and they're not gonna go in the air well, with with the hope that some eight year old doesn't turn on his switch when you're not looking. I mean, the these stewardesses have the or stewards have the ultimate power because if you fuck up on an airplane, they just call the air marshal, or when you land, you'll be dealing with the air marshals or the you know the federal government, yeah. and you're asked going to be in trouble. And people know that. So, but but again, the stewardesses are probably like, "Hey, I've been doing this for a long time. Like, I just don't want the conflict. I don't really care. I'm not going to argue with people because I don't care." Yeah, screw it. So, um, yeah, how many times do you want to have the same argument? Think about it, the exact same one. Like, so, there, there's a lady like you know she's she's wearing a, a, a tank top or whatever because we're going to be going to Florida. She takes her bare hand. She's wiping her armpit no. with the sweat out of her armpit, and then I see her like you know reaching into a bag of chips. It's like you look around and you focus on and all this. Putting it where in her bag of chips and then in her mouth. There's pe- in her own mouth though. You know, but but there's people without their. Sh- they immediately get on the plane. They take their shoes off. Yeah, that's that's an age old thing now. It, it, as soon as you get up in the air, there's people that want to. There's 25 people that are standing in line to go to the bathroom. You know, it's adults. This is, this is why when you find someone that's classy, someone that's smart and respectable, and you look at you, you like when you talk to him, you go like, "I really respect this person right now." Hold on to him. Yeah, grab no doubt. Them, gra- dude, grab them tight. Don't let them go. Well, like me and my wife were both like literally about- jump on them and hold them down and be like, "You got to stay here for a minute because I need to soak in all this 
how we were how talking not about awful the, you are. The making out on the plane, like you, you know, uh, on our way back, we sat together, and the people in front of us were like, I don't know, probably our age, but they were like they made, like nibbling on each other's ears, and it's like. I mean, I don't like anybody that much, you know. So I, maybe that's just me. But bo- <laughs> but, but 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 both me and her, and we've been married almost. Well, it'll be nineteen years this coming this year. But the fact is, just it's gross, man. Like 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 pack it in for for three hours. And we took plane. family like, photos not that long ago. And the photographer's like, "All right, look at each other. Okay, now now Ben, you close your eyes and and kiss." And it's like, oh, this. You're like, it's going to be like the first time. It's this, been <laughs> this feels like second grade. You know what I mean? It was weird. It was like I remember in school, like. When like they would push the two kids that liked mm-hmm. each other like groups, right. like mobs. You want to talk about me too, dude? They would just shove. There was this. It's like getting pushed up against the fence at like the Marilyn Manson show. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's like they just squeeze the life out of you and push you together. Um, but it was like that. There was even a point. I don't know. There's even a point where it's like, all right, close your eyes. No, and I smell his neck. I was like, this is. I mean, look, I appreciate what you're doing. Like, I know you know what you're doing, so it's gonna look like a good right. picture. But I don't even know if like. We wouldn't do this in real life. This, this is, yeah, this is. But, but you know what? Like, why would you take your sh- like? It's three hours. You're not flying to Israel. You're not flying to to Honolulu. You're you're flying two hours and forty minutes. You need to take your shoes off. No, that's like the guy that gets on the plane with a well, of course with, you don't with, need with to. like Chinese food. It's like, dude, do you realize it's going to stink up? And you and, can do that. Oh yeah. Yeah, as long as you buy it after the you know the security checkpoint, any of those restaurants, you could bring food any any hot what? food right on. I thought oh, you yeah. could only eat like Chex Mix or something. No, anything you buy after the security thing, you're fine. And oh. so, like people will bring, they'll buy the McDonald's and just keep it in a bag and open it up on the plane. It's like everyone How is going to be that? smelling this. And when you turn those little air things on, it's recirculated. All it is is recirculated air. That's yeah. how. That's how. You know, I get sick every single time I go on the airplane because. I usually I used to turn that air thing on, blow it right on my face, and I'd be like somebody be coughing. Oh. So I you don't like, realize that's that lady's armpit. Yeah, there. right. So we just started looking around or, or talking about it, and it just it's infuriating. You know, like the level. Me and you always talk about like us or hate us. I think we're both always very concerned with not putting other people out. Both of us. That's like the one thing we share in common. <laughs> that's true. It now, is. now when you bring it to me and you ask me if the nachos are good, that's a different story. I, I but mean, I'm saying I'm, like, I'm more concerned about it than you. In, uh... in, in normal situations, <laughs> I will, I, I don't ever put anybody else. I don't, I don't do stuff like taking my shoes off and, and, and no, or, you don't. or if I'm sitting on a plane, I keep my knees together. Is I think it, we is, both don't like doing it except for like, if you think you're right, you'll stick to your guns. I'll be like, yeah, I know I'm right, but okay. I don't want to put you out anyway. Well, you know, I'm sitting next to this guy and he has his legs spread and it's like, bro, there's, oh. there's two of us. Like, you, you, I don't want my knees touching your knees. And every time uh, instinctually I'm leaning cause I'm on the aisle. I'm leaning out every time the guy like, you know, re- cause I don't want to touch. So then I'm thinking, dude, this guy is gaining so much real estate because every single move oh, he yeah. makes, I'm moving a quarter of an inch. He's taking that quarter of an inch. It's like that game risk. It's like at a concert. You give up that spot. You never get, I mean, without a you doubt. have to get aggressive. To so get that's back. what I started doing is, is like, I would be like, oh, I, I would ask him, hey, ask your girlfriend or could you ha- pull up the shade? He'd lean over and I'd take that space <laughs> up. And then I'd be like, now, now we're either, either, either going to touch arms or you're going to have to relent because now I've moved further that direction. Like, it's a game of inches. You ever think about just embracing the weirdness? Like, just be like, we're going to be touching. That's yeah. Happening. Like, no. you ever think, like, I don't want to rub legs with this guy, but I'm just going to just do it. No. Like, I'm going to go no. somewhere where I'm uncomfortable and just see if it kills me. There was a guy on our flight back. Me, me and my wife sat next to each other, an, an Indian gentleman, uh, probably like in his maybe like early 50s. He got on the plane. 
He sat down. The plane is still boarding. He put his he put his head straight down and and never regained consciousness until we landed. Oh, I'm so jealous. And I told my wife, I said, go reach into his wallet and pull out his identification because he could be patient zero. We don't know. <laughs> we yeah, don't like yeah. immediately. I'm thinking, why is he sleeping? How he's not moved. He may be dead. He may have just infected everyone on this goddamn. You not because a- of his, his or his or place of origin, but because of the fact that this guy he slept yeah. in a way to where his his breathing had. And I, my wife's a nurse practitioner. I'm like, you might need to like hmm. take this guy's vitals. Don't touch him though, because you might no. have yeah with gloves on patient zero once again. But I go, we might yeah. need to be able to let the Center for Disease Control know exactly where to find this guy if people are going to think that been. you killed him like that dude in commando <laughs> yeah. remember Arnold Schwarzenegger he's like, dead tired <laughs> yeah exactly my wife had one of those dumb neck pillows because he just put it on his head I think if somebody passed out right away and never moved the whole flight I'd have to fight the urge when we got up to whisper in the ear thank you well, like super creepy because then he won't know what I did to when him. we landed we landed kind of harsh and then he popped up and goes you know I had a bad flight uh, the, when I went to Florida the other day too and we're like this guy just woke up right now like Two. also yeah and immediately wakes up and has nothing to do but complain like just immediately is like eh, it was a terrible flight he's like he goes, been sleeping bro we've been awake it was all right he's like are we in the honduras yet <laughs> like he's not even in the right plane uh so well but i i thinking about just like embracing that weird i started doing this thing recently where like you stare at people all the time like when you judge them you have to look at them a bit, right? Na- nature of who I am and I, what I do. Okay, well, I constantly just look yeah. around like, oh, that's a weird hat. Like, why do you chose a green shirt? You know what I mean? So I stare at everybody. And if they're good looking, I stare at them because they're good looking. And if they're bad looking, I stare at them because they're bad looking. And if they're skinny, anything. I just stare at people because, right? But lately, I've been, I don't know if it's part of this like meditation thing I've been doing, but lately I've been waiting longer to break it off when they are on to me. Like full-blown like sociopath, like weirdo. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I'll be, like, looking at somebody, whether it's because they're pretty or grotesque. I'll be look, looking at them, and they'll catch me kind of like, why is this guy looking at me? And I'll go, I think you know why. And I'll wait, like, an extra, like, all right. And then I'll turn away. Not like uh, not like some crazy, like, I'm going to carve you up, but just like uh, I almost, here's how crazy I am. I almost feel like I'm doing them a favor in communication. I'm going, like, you know why I'm looking. Like, mm. take a look in the mirror, good or bad. Like, you know what, you know. Got like, it. listen, you're wearing overalls, you know what I mean? And no shirt under it. You know why I'm looking. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's fucking weird, dude. Well, interesting to go back to the sitting in the airport waiting to board the plane both on the way there and on the way back. And you start looking around and you go, like I was telling you before, you're like, we already know we're two people. If we get to sit together, there will be a third. So my thing is, is like, we're in B group on the way back. And the minute... The minute the plane like pulls up to the the, the jetway or whatever the thing you walk, oh on, yeah, everybody stands up and it's like, wait, they just said they're gonna call us by group. Sit the fuck down. You like, know, but you know it's eighteen minutes away. Oh, but everybody is like cutting and they're like, we are going to take you in numerical order. So please, if you are in a group one through thirty, step up. And there's a sign that goes one through ten, ten through twenty, twenty through thirty, and then all the way from thirty to sixty. So those people, there's a there's like a like a cattle calling where you mm-hmm. like line up. Yeah. But everybody stands up, and we're like, well, then we got to stand up too because people are going to try to cheat the system and get in there quicker to get a, a, a premium seat so they can sit together. Yeah. Now, if it's just me and my wife, I don't really care. My wife sometimes gets anxious flying, so she wants to sit with me. I really don't care. Like, if we're just flying for like two hours, I'll put my headphones on anyway. Like, I don't. I'll sit with other people. It doesn't matter. But I, so I understand the people that want to fly with their children. 
But the rule is, if your kid is six or under, then they get to board between A and B, and everybody that's with them can board at the same time. Mm. You got people that are clearly like nine, eleven, you know, that are not six and under. Seven year olds got to be by himself. Like my kid, not by themselves, but they have to. They have to regular whatever they're. Beat whatever their group is is when yeah, they board. I feel like my kid would freak out if he had to sit by himself. It's well, first ride. N- most likely, then if there's a two seater, you and him would sit. You together. You could bring your Dalmatian on, but you put your eight year old's first flight. He's like, "Yep, to hell with him." So that's why I, I like we were talking about before. I'd go back to just a straight up assigned seating. Yeah, what's the you know, problem be, with that? It, it, that's just should be the way it is. But everybody's up there. Everybody's like, "Oh, I'm I'm B seven, I'm B nine, and they're trying to." But then there's other people that are just ain't saying shit. And you know when they call the B group up, the, the lady at the thing's not going, well, you're B10. B11, she's just going like, eh, close enough. Get, B, get, get, B, get yeah, on the plane. Yeah. So the whole system's screwed up. So you're sitting around, you're looking, you're going, okay, this guy's got, you know, this person clearly smells. I'm, I'm, I can't smell them, but I'm looking at them. Clearly they smell. Sure. This guy chews with his mouth open. We saw one guy, this guy was a total dimwit. And he had two little boys with him. One little boy was maybe like just old enough to walk, and his other little boy was a little maniac, and he was probably like four or five years old. And you're like, I, and the mom just completely oblivious, dumbass. <laughs> and I'm like, I do not want to sit with anybody with kids. I don't want to sit near kids. I don't want, especially a one year old, because a little boy that's rambunctious, the, it's not about being hungry. They don't want to be held. They want to be out running around. They want to play. They want to be down and doing things. Yeah. So just that alone is going to make the kid cry. This kid, is he's got boogers coming out of his nose. So right away, me and my wife are like, these people are clearly unclean yeah. and don't clean their kid. Mm. They're, gross. They're gross. The kid lays down on the ground in the airport and licks the carpet. He's licking yes. the carpet. We're looking around. Everybody's like, uh, this kid's licking the carpet in the airport. You didn't tell the parents, like, hey, your kid's licking the, the carpet. The dad's standing point, there gotta... watching him, like, get up. And he's going like like a dog, up. And he's showing him like a thumbs up. Come on, up, up. And the kid's just licking the carpet. He's going at it. He's going, one. The other what, kid. One, one. Stop licking the carpet. One. The, the, you're almost The dad's at one. wearing sweatpants. And the other kid is pulling at the dad's sweatpants near his groin area. And the mom's like, whatever the kid's name, Mason. Mason, you keep you know yelling at the kid. I'm like, somebody the needs to like, don't beat, stop him yet. Stop yelling. At this point is when you go hands on and you grab the kid and you don't snatch him up and you you physically tell him, let's go. You're not listening. But the mom just keeps yelling. The other kid's licking the carpet. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if mom gets down and licks the carpet next. And then dad, this is yeah. a carpet. Yeah, the whole family. Is, yeah. So right away, I'm like, the I do not want to sit near these. The, I do not want to sit next to these people. Coming to ABC enough. this fall. Then there's a lady next to me. I don't know where she was. She, I have no idea where Nigeria or something. She was like a like a definitely African country. Just by I could tell by the language. I'm not African. I don't her. speak it. But she's talking. An older lady. She's talking on her cell phone louder than I'm talking to you right now in the airport, and everyone can hear. Her. Oh, Everyone's dude. hearing your conversation. I think we talked about this before, but I wrote it down on my phone. It's one of the things that I jotted down. If people always complain about oh these kids in their no no. I mean, yes, but... They're quiet, texting. People always joke about, oh, these kids got to have their phones everywhere. Have you ever seen a person over 50 with a cell phone? Oh, yeah. dude, it's... Oh, my God. For and sure. I don't mean, like, 50s old. It's, say, 60. Say right. whatever. It could be 90. My mom comes over to babysit the kids. She spends the entire time trying to show me videos, bad videos, on her cheap little phone. Or, like, hey, look, so-and-so had a party, and, and I... I I, like eventually I have to go like I don't want to be rude but I have to go I don't care about nothing I don't care about anything on your phone nothing <laughs> I, I start with that but yes. but but then if those are baby pictures of me delete them I none of it then there's the guy and you might fall into this category I don't know hmm. because there's the guy that's 
watching mm-hmm. his phone with full volume on a kid's like like Bobby's World, so his kid can be entertained. Like the kid's on his lap, and he's got the volume up on his phone. Oh, never, no headphones. Dude. No. Okay. No. No headphones. Headphones or volumes way down. And I'm like. Do you not realize that nobody else, like, this is nobody else's problem? And I now his defense might be, well, you know, it's either this or my kid's going to be. I don't care. I don't know what to tell you. You should then find kids should have better home training. Like, there's, yep. Yep. Then, then there's like a, a teenage kid listening to rap music with one headphone on, one off, and he's rapping along with it at the same volume. And it's like, I don't know. If an alien landed, which we talk about all the time, and they came directly to the airport, would they just turn around and pack it up and be like, "Let's get the, let's, we got to get out of here." They this, would this signal not... to the guy that's holding the like the laser, and they'd be like, "Go ahead." As soon as I get up, let it go. Yeah, like we made a huge mistake coming here. We don't even want to conquer this place. Like, no. just, just get out of here. This is awful. No, I get a lot of the kids that listen to rap music or any kind of music, really, but usually it's rap because that's pretty much all people listen to now. Um, just super loud. Just they go into like gas station, just playing it. Like, we all want to hear your... And it's all lyric-driven music. It's not like, oh, you're listening to, to you know, uh, Beethoven, and it's like you right. could miss a part. Like, I mean, there were the days of the bass, the bass tapes, which I still... I, I, those oh. were awful. Those were worse. So I don't know. It's six of one, half dozen the other, eh. probably. Well, I agree with you that people are terrible. So if that's your point. Just, just to, to, to put a bow on this whole airplane which thing. Which is why when you find one that's not terrible... Well, I think that's where me and my wife realize, like, we're one and the same. That's when me and my wife go, like, mm. this is why we love each other. This, this is, is like why aphrodisiac we... for you right now, sort just seeing of. how bad other people are. Well, just acknowledging the fact that we both go, like, we would never let our kids do any of this. I don't care how old my kids are. Like, if, you know, I have a, a seven-year-old now who, five years old, four years old, was in temple. And, yes, kids don't want to sit through services and... You know, kids don't want to be in church and kids don't want to be quiet, but you're going to. And if they're not, I will take my kid and I will go out so no one else is disturbed. Yeah. I don't wait until people shoot me a look. I know right away, like, that's not how you behave in this situation. So that's it. So for all the craziness that I, you know, that I bring to the table, as far as my kids are concerned, we run a tight ship. I like I like that's the one thing like you guys get googly eyes at each other because you go like look how awful these people are and she's like they are the worst aren't they like look Look, how untrained these guys look look at this woman and man in love with each other kissing in public how disgusting well you know what it's 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 kind of like uh it's kind of like okay your kid wrestles right it's like say the stiff competition in his middle school like they're really tough competition you go here's like I swam in high school right now. Don't make any assumptions about anything. However, when we swam the Gary schools, we knew it was going to be, we knew we were going to do pretty well. We, we would get clobbered by Highland and Munster, but these kids were not as into it, didn't swim as much. The bar was lower, right? They didn't even have a pool at their school, did they? Well, they, yeah, they did, but it was harder okay. to get people on the team. You know what right. I mean? The same reason you get clobbered in basketball. It's just, I don't make right. the rules. It's just how it is. So, so that's what it's like. You guys are used to the stiff, good competition. You go somewhere else and you go, oh, Dude, people are terrible. I forgot. Well, I hate driving long distances, and I I definitely don't like, I've told you before, like being in the car with my wife because I don't really want to talk to anybody in the car while I drive, but at the same time, I don't want her to just be able to relax and, and get a free ride like I'm, like I'm you know, a taxi driver. Mm. So she's on her phone the whole time or taking a nap while I'm doing all the heavy lifting. That's yeah. annoying to me, too. It is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> So, like, you know, I just, whatever. Yeah. Um, the day where they could just, you know, b- be me over like Brendel Fly. 
but not have the fly part. Absolutely. That'll be where it works out. So let's just get to Florida. So we get to Florida, and, and my wife has – I Ubered the one time – Remember when I went to Indianapolis and I Ubered at like 4.30 in the afternoon to the cigar bar? Did you record your Uber driver or did I? I did, but I, I didn't play it on the podcast. I got drunk and recorded my Uber I drive. did too. Okay. But, so I Ubered that one time. Yeah. And it was a great there and back. And my wife- Oh, I was had, trying to convince my driver to sing with me. My wife has Ubered several times, so maybe she's done it like a handful. But, I mean, we don't really have all that much experience with Uber. But we decided we were not going to run a car- we went to um, Hollywood, Florida. We stayed on Hollywood Beach at the Diplomat, which is like the big banner hotel there. Okay. And it's it's beachfront, and there's a bunch of, like, you could take a trolley for a dollar down to Margaritaville and the actual, like, boardwalk area, and you could do everything Ooh. right there. So pretty much everything's in walking or Uber distance. Trolleying distance. Or trolleying, yeah. So we're like, you know what, we'll just take a, a cab from the, or Uber or whatever from the airport and go to the hotel, and then we won't have to worry about renting a car. Again, man, I don't, I just don't have that much uh, experience with, with, with Ubers. So we got out and we're like, I just go, let's just go to the cab stand. And we start walking and this, this dude walks up. And he is like he he's he's pretty handsome. You know, he's got he's got dark sunglasses on, black guy, I mean black black like a haitian black dude Dark haitian accent dude. yeah he walks up and he's looking around like he's looking for somebody and then i go hey are you are you a cab and he goes yeah come on so i go all right i told my wife what? i go hey let's go i go this dude hey, we got a cab so i'm thinking this guy's this guy's an uber right i mean he just came up and he was looking around and and uh saw that we were looking for a cab and i asked him if he was a cab and he said yes so he pops a trunk. We put our stuff in the car, and and I was he starts driving out of the airport, and I'm like, "Hey, we're going to the diplomat." He's like, "Okay." So as we're driving, it's just Haitian music. Dude. It's just uh, cr- crazy, like loud enough to where like we can't. And I don't I just, know what that is. This dude is like looking straight ahead. What's Haitian music? You'll hear it when you listen to the podcast. All right. So uh, we're driving straight ahead, and he's making no contact. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't know. Like sometimes cab drivers, usually cab drivers in Chicago, they're on their phone with somebody else, and they're talking the whole time in some foreign language, and yeah. like they, they won't even acknowledge you. They'll ask you where you're going, and then when you get there, they'll be like, okay, run your credit card. You yeah, appreciate that. So I'm like, it's not abnormal for the guy, but he's not. He doesn't have a phone in. He's not saying anything. So I look at the diplomat. I put the diplomat on my phone gps okay and my wife texts me she goes i think this dude is a real pirate like a somali pirate like this dude like something's not right here and i'm like it's it's fine right then in my heart i'm like we fucked up we we, we made a big mistake because i asked the guy i go so i go i go hey dude um how do we pay you and he's like oh uh, you pay cash and I was like, well, I, or I said, do we use the square? Do we, you know, just, like pay through our cell phone? He's like, no, you, you have to pay cash in his accent. And I'm like, uh, well, how much do you think it's going to be? He's like, oh, $38, $40, $38, you know. I'm like, okay. I'm thinking, okay, that's from the airport. I don't know how far. That, I'm looking at him like, the diplomat's a little bit farther away. Maybe that's like a legit price. Again, I don't Uber that much. Maybe it's a lot down there, yeah. Whatever. Sometimes from the airport, and depending on what time of day it is for like Uber, where you're going, if it's like a peak time, it's more expensive. Now you've already thrown your luggage in his Yeah, he's trunk. got it in the trunk. So, so you can't just jump out and run for your life. No, so we're driving, and I'm looking at the GPS, and it's saying, like, turn here, turn here. And he just keeps missing the turns. I'm like, he's not saying anything. He's quiet. My wife's looking at me. I could feel in from her, like, 
sheer panic. Like, we, we fucked up. He's like, look at me, Mr. Big. Look at me. This he, is my cab now. Well, so as we're driving, we start going, like, we're going off the beaten path. Now we're driving through neighborhoods. And, like, like when you live by the airport, nine times out of ten, not the best. Not, not the best neighborhoods. So we're going through the You ever seen that movie? What's the one where uh, Bullet... Where they where they feed the, they kill the the guy and then they feed oh, him the alligator. Yeah, years like, ago. That's how the neighborhoods are. Like it's 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 very suburban but very not kept up. Very okay. Well. So I'm thinking like we're gonna be definitely pulling up to a house or into some kind of enclosure and there's gonna be six dudes that look like this dude and oh, yeah. the situation about to pop off. Yeah. So I'm You're thinking. Now in a fight yeah, I'm thinking to myself. I'm going to pass up two more of these things on the GPS. Like, I'm going to look, and if we pass up two more of these opportunities where we're supposed to be turning, like, we're going to have to jump out. We're going to say, we're going to say, like, forget the luggage. Whatever. Yeah. But how... The music's loud. How can I say this to my wife and make her understand? Because I know my wife. It'll be like, hey, at the next street... We're jumping out of this cab, and you're going to run, and I'm going to run, and I'll beat you. Like, just run straight out and get her to be like, you're, because I, I can't tell if she's 100% sold on this, but in my eyes, she's going to be like, you're being an you're being ridiculous. Yeah. Clearly, we're not, like, we're not two or about three like, or four more. Right yeah. Now. Like, but she, I'm looking at the GPS, and at the time, I'm thinking, she's, she's sort of looking at me like, you're an idiot because we're going to pay a lot but what of if money you don't have cash? Have, but it's what, not, I mean, like, what kind of operation works that way? You just didn't, there was just no option that was going to, what and was going to happen. you discuss that before you get in the car. You'd, Otherwise, norm, you're doing a normal, ATM legit thing? person. Yeah. So I'm like, that is also going through my head. And I'm like, I'm imagining we're pulling into some kind of enclosure and these dudes are going to pull us out of the car. You don't have any kind of knife or anything. Right. No, I no, I, I mean, have nothing. I just got out of the airport. You just so have, have your weapons, like, which or your hands, which are registered it. as weapons. That's right. So, I'm like contemplating. Okay, am I going to tell my wife like we're just going to ditch the suit? Like we have to know that everything we have in the trunk is it's gone. Like whatever, our clothes, yeah, what everything, is it? swimsuits, whatever. Like it's it's all it's all history. We're just going to get out and run. And as I'm like, we're I'm getting to that point, dude. Honestly, in my heart, I'm like, this is bad news. Then we start getting back on the beaten. Like he he took a detour, and now we're back going the direction of the whole time. Maybe, maybe. So I'm like, fuck, man. Like, what, like at what point, you know, and finally, just to speed it up, we get to where we're going. He said, mm. like, I'm like, here's, here's the diplomat. We get out and, uh, cause I asked him, I said, oh, are you an Uber? He goes, no, private company. You know, that is a horrible Haitian accent. It's not Haitian, yeah. but he, he was like, he was like get in car. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing that same hat my kid bought. I will give you a ride. Uh, he's got a, one eye missing with a scar across You wait till Creed Part 3. It's so going to be super good. We get to where we're going. I just take like 40 bucks, 220s. I give it to him. We get our luggage and we get out. I immediately Uber the cost, check Uber for the cost of the ride. It's It's $15. How how did you do that? Just I, well, if you I just went to one... Uber and I I looked at what it would cost to get me back to the Diplomat airport to the, airport, the other okay, way, yeah. and it's fifteen bucks. Yeah. So right away I'm like, well, I'm clearly a, an idiot because I yeah. just gave this dude forty dollars, and it, I think what it was, I truly believe. Uh, so I did. I took a picture of his license plate and everything. And during the car ride, when I started to get real hinky, I turned the volume up on my GPS so he knew that I knew we were missing the places where it was like turn mm, left, smart. turn right. So I truly believe that this, this this was definitely shady so it's i don't 15 know 15 for uber i don't know it's if, 20 for scare i'm 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 still feeling like the 
dude may have been like, these aren't the people that we were, that, you know, maybe we could pick some better people. Mm. I, I don't know. Maybe he looked at us and he goes, I can't sell that dude into sex slavery, which yeah. is funny because later yeah. my wife goes, you know, they were going to just kill you and sell me into sex slavery. I go, well, how do you know they wouldn't kill you and sell me into sex slavery? That's, that's pretty, that's bullshit right now. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, uh, she told me it's 2018 lady. So we get out, we're basically, you know how, like when you get off the airplane after the rock, you kiss the ground and you're like, Oh, I, I will never be in an airplane again. Yeah, like we're, yeah. we're both like taking a deep breath and I'm nothing. I, I usually don't get that razzled that easy. But like when my, I put my wife in this situation, I'm feeling like, man, that was, that was pretty stupid. I'd like to pay you guys a rare compliment. Say that I confidently think both of you could be sold into sex slavery. <laughs> thank you. So, I mean uh, thank you. So we have this conversation and she's like, you know, right away I was thinking like, we're definitely dead. I didn't get to kiss my children. Goodbye. We left in the morning. I said, Oh, I did kiss both kids. Goodbye before we left. <laughs> you didn't. Why? Yeah. Which I did. You she's like, that? no, I didn't kiss my kids. Goodbye. And I was like, she's like, I was tearing. I was, you know, feeling like, this is definitely what's happening. Oh my goodness, man. And I said, so at what point were you going to like make a move? And she's like, I was waiting for you. And I'm like, okay. And this is what I wanted to throw to you. Yeah. How, you never prepare for these situations. Not you, but people don't prepare for these situations. I mean, all honesty, I'm making fun of you, but that's a pretty scary situation. She, she followed me blindly into the situation because she's like, well, this dude is definitely not going to put us in. He, he's my protector. He's not going to put us in a bad. He's, you know, he's pretty street smart. Well, she thought, thought you were. So that's that what I'm saying. So sailed. once we get in the cab, she's like sending me the thing where he's a pirate. She's like, I was seriously telling you, like, this guy's a pirate. Like, this yeah. is bad news. And she goes, so I just envisioned that you were going to have to fight for my freedom. She's like, he's got a hat with a skull and crossbones. You well, didn't notice that? She, she goes, I thought if something, if these guys, if like he pulled in somewhere, same thing I thought was going to happen. Dave, he had a parrot on his shoulder. She goes, I thought you were going to have to fight all these guys. And I was like, I mean, let's let's be real here. How many guys are you think I'm, I'm A, going to be able to fight? Willing? To, I mean, I'm willing to fight whoever, if I, in that situation, anybody you is. You don't have a choice. Yeah. yeah but I go like... You've already told me in the past, in a zombie apocalypse or any kind of major situation, you're just going to curl up and die. So I just figured, I'm not even really worried about you. I figured yeah. you're going to die anyway, so I'm just worried about me. Now all of a sudden you got to fight to the death. Yeah, now I'm fighting for the death for you who might already just want to die anyway. I, so whatever. But my thing to you is like, or anybody listening, do you, do you, after hearing this story, or have you ever thought about like, how would you tell your wife or your children like this? When I tell you to move, you move. Because you know as well as I do. You tell your wife like, when I say jump, we're getting out of this cab and we're running as fast as if she doesn't have the same gut feeling as you, she's going to be like, I'm not getting out of the cab. Now you're going to, you're going to run out the door and she's going to sit there and go, come on, come on back. You're being stupid. I think 99% of the time my wife would argue with me, but when it was like personal safety and danger, I think that she would know that she's such a non-threat to anyone that she would just jump when I say jump, I think. Now, but now you add the kids and it's like, well, how are you going to get the kids out of the car? A situation like oh, this? Like, what are you going to do? Dude, I put, well, you just reach over and strangle the guy and hope that you could convince that he's a criminal history or what? I think I immediately start looking for objects that I can break off and use as a, like, like jailhouse shivs. On him. Shivs. But what I'm saying is if he pulls you into an enclosure and there's a bunch of other people waiting in there with bats and chains, like in the movies, like, like, uh, uh, Toka and Razar, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, against those two, nothing. I mean, that's, that's a silly <laughs> question. No, I mean, well, when you bring your kids into it, boy, that becomes like, that becomes a crazy thing. I don't think you can do much except for just go um, John Wick 
style on him. If you, you know what I mean? I mean, but you got to go. What if you did a preemptive strike head. and you just took like your tie off and you strangled the guy while he was driving and caused a huge pileup, and then you find out like the dude literally was from a private cab company? I'm pretty sure I would wait. I don't think <laughs> I would do that too early on. But I do. You know what I do? Uh, because I'm a little paranoid. Who is that? Blower? Tony Blower? Yes, Tony Blower. After listening to his session so many times, I have that like that mental edge thing where I'm always looking around. I do. I went to Wendy's in Hammond with my kids the other day because we were just doing some running around. I play this game. It's, I sort of stole it from Game of Thrones. I will make them. I'll, I'll be like, "Hey, look, look around. Look at the lobby of everyone that's eating." I go, "I'll give you seven seconds." And I'll count. I'll say, "Look at everybody." Seven seconds. I come one, two, three. I go, "Now turn around." And I was like, "What color? What color hat does that guy have over there?" I'll make them like try to recreate the, the room because I freak out that one day someone's gonna try to grab him, and even if they get away, I want them to be able to be like, "He was a uh, he was a uh, white male. He was approximately six four. He had the sandy. I wouldn't right. say dishwater blonde, but but close <laughs> to that. Uh, he had a a complexion that looked like I don't think psoriasis, but there's definitely some dry skin issues. Like I want them to really buckle down. I want, Wrangler jeans. It was hard to tell. Definitely uh, not from Target. Below Target." Like, I want them to really break it down. So they're just like, man, we really just want to eat our apple slices. And I'm like, no, you tell me how old that old man is. But do you think that there is a time where maybe, like, after hearing this story, you would tell your wife, like, hey, Dave had an interesting situation. Let me just run this by you. Should we set up some signals? How would we communicate with another? If I tell you to move, like in the movies, you always see the guy like, listen, damn it, when I tell you to move, you need to move. And everyone, yeah. everyone just gets in tow and goes like, hey, he's, you know. He's, right, 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 right. No, that's a good idea. And I think I'm going to run it. It's almost like, like like you practice for a fire or whatever. I mean, mm. I don't at my house. I just hope we get out. But, you know, like you, you a good Except family in like practice second for a fire. First grade when your kid comes home and tells you the fire chief came in and said that you need to make sure all your fire, uh, your smoke detectors work and everybody needs to have an escape ladder. And you're like, listen, we're just not getting an escape ladder. It's not happening. Yeah. I'll throw you from the second floor. No, you're gonna just. I mean, you need to learn how to prat fall, and you'll be. I hope that you only break limbs and not your any part of your skull. Right. As, as, as long as you don't get burned alive, you're you're solid. No, but I, dude, I don't know. That's a good idea. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Well, I'll upgrade from the we call it the observation game. I'll upgrade from that to the what can you kill that guy with game. Which who do you kill first? Yeah. <laughs> with the people here, what order are you doing this? I'm like with just the items in your Wendy's Happy Meal bag. What can you slit a throat with? Well, the thing is, especially when you travel, um, you know, on an airplane, even if you do, like in Indiana, you can carry a gun, but when you get on an airplane, you surely cannot. So now you're on, you're somewhere else without a gun. So yeah. if you, if you had one, if you work at a, if you live in a state that allows you to carry a gun and you've flown somewhere, um, most likely you're not going to have a gun when you get off the plane. So right. I don't travel with one. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So really. you know, now you're in a situation where if you walk around your, your the area you live in and you're always like, well, I have that as a backup. I'm not really concerned because I always carry a gun on me. Now you're in a situation where you don't. So that gives you that false sense of security when you're walking around with a gun all the time, if that's the case. Which is why you know, I or make knife sure. Or, or whatever. I make sure that all of my son's Pokemon's heads screw off and there's a blade underneath. That's a good, uh, that's a good thing. People go like, oh, that's dangerous. He could cut himself. I go, no. Well, it's dangerous for you. So just that one time, or you have limited Uber experience as well? Mm-hmm. or um, No, semi-limited. So maybe 10 d- times. Have you ever done Uber Pool? No. So Uber Pool, if you don't know, uh, Can't bring I a think pool I to know, your house is you basically. So like if me, if me and you were going, we're staying at the same hotel, and I'm sleeping in the car, and you're in the room, or flip flop because we definitely won't be in the same room, and we're going to a, a location together. We're going to dinner, and on the way to we select Uber Pool, which is a little bit cheaper. On that way, 
the Uber driver can pick up another passenger who's also going to be in the same general area. Oh, is that not It's cheaper. Feet? Yeah, it's a little bit cheaper. So we did that most of the time. Um, we were there almost every single time we did it. Now, it's a even, different app or no? No, same. Okay. So even when you do the Uber pool, if you select it and they don't pick up another person, it's not your problem. You know, you still get the, the discount or whatever. Uh, but also with Uber pool, they, they let you off in like the general area of where you're going. So okay. they, they may not take you like right to the front door. Because it might be cheap, it may be easier for them to make a right turn instead of having to turn left across traffic. You know what I mean? So they just drop you off here, so then they can yeah. hurry up and get to wherever they're going. That's next. why that pirate with the peg leg just wanted to drop you off at his friend's sure. house because sure. like it's close, you know. <laughs> so this you is would make it there by fortnight. The first guy, uh, not the first guy, but the the first of these two stories is uh, we got into a guy's cab or an Uber, and. They had, there was an older Hispanic lady who we picked up. So it was me and my wife in the back, this older Hispanic lady. And we are going to like the downtown area of uh, uh, Hollywood, Florida. And she, she, and she's going to an unknown area to us, but we pick her up. And as we're driving, we see the driver like pull over and he lets this old lady, she has to be like 70 years old. He, he pulls into a pawn shop parking lot. And we're like, that's interesting. Like, like, what's this old lady doing at a pawn shop? Yeah. And the old lady goes like, really, you're going to drop me off here? And he's like, it's uh, it's Uber pool. And she's like, yeah, but like you drop me off in a parking lot of a pawn shop and I need to go to the casino across the street. And he's like, I don't want to tell you Uber pool. Wow. It's that vague. So she gets out of the car. She's like, oh, okay, well that's, that's, that's that. And I'm thinking, dude, I mean, this whole system is based on this five stars, but you know, the the rating, maybe stars don't matter that much when it comes to pool, huh? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think he's just thinking like, well, if, if I drive this lady to her final destination, even though she, they agreed to, they're going to give me lower stars because that's not what they signed up for. Right. We signed up to get the, to get to our place as fast as possible. Yeah. So I don't say anything, but like the, the lady starts walking away and the guy's like, all right, all right. He's like, just come back in the car and I'll drive you to the casino, which was, I mean, less than, <laughs> seven, back in. Less than 70 yards away. They start speaking in Spanish back and forth. Oh she must God. have been like, okay, you know, hey, yeah, you, she's giving him the business and he's like, all right, get, get back in the car. So he drives her to the casino, which is like I said, 70, 80 yards away, the other direction. He just had to go across traffic. He says nothing to us. He doesn't apologize. He doesn't say, Hey, you know, I normally I wouldn't do this, but it's an older lady. So he drops, he her said off. it to you just in Spanish. And then he drops us off. Well, in addition to giving him the five stars, I, I put a note on his thing that said like, Hey, you know, this guy was a stand up guy. Instead of dropping this old lady off in the parking lot of a pawn shop, he, he decided to do the, the right thing to put and take her over to the casino. You just yeah. had to. Yeah. Didn't yeah. You? So you they don't, they don't to. get to know who puts it, but obviously he'll know because you know, mm-hmm. I, who else, how many times does he drop old ladies off? At pawn like, shop? I can't believe that old bag got one over on him. But, but I wanted to ask you like, don't you think it's kind of like, I, I get it. It's Uber pool. And I guarantee there's other customers that would have been in my situation would be like, hey, it is what it is. It's got to get out of the car. We got to get to our destination. But it's like an old lady. So there has to be some concession for people who are handicapped, people sure. who are old, people who are young, that you let them off. Okay, where there's a casino and a pawn shop right across the street, probably not the safest neighborhood. I'm Let's thinking that's I mean. probably one of the worst neighborhoods. Less than right? 100 yards. I mean, what are we talking here in a car? Well, and on. she had to cross four lanes of traffic in order to get over to the casino side. It's like a highway. I guess there's no liability in Uber pool, huh? So, so I was just like, I mean, come on, guy. Like, there's just some human decency. So, like, if the people in the back are going to be that, are going to give you lower stars because it's like, hey, we should have let this old lady, then then you take it on the chin on that one. 
But I feel like he 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 was in between a rock and a hard place. He's so. like rules, rules, lady. But the other one was more interesting. So we get in there, get in the car, abuela. We 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 go to dinner and we're gonna go back to downtown. And now there's already a guy in there. He's sitting in the back behind the passenger seat. So now me and my wife are gonna get the are gonna be the you other guys two. are split up now. Yeah, so I tell my wife, I go, you sit in front with the driver. I'll sit in back with this random dude in the back because, you know, it's just safer that way. Now you need a code word for, okay, I'm up front. I'll stab him. You just jump out. (laughs) So as we're driving, the guy starts, there's no talking. No one's saying anything. Now, they already know where we're going because we've already put it in the app. So he doesn't, we don't need to tell him what our destination is because it's come up on the app. I see. So he's driving. It's dead silent. He's playing a song, and it's just vulgar. It's talking about sex. It's talking, but it's kind of music. Well, it ended up being a song by the weekend, but it was like the guy was dropping the p word, and and my wife's like, "Oh, by the weekend, dude, the the weekend's filthy." So I had no idea. I like about. And I was like, first of all, I thought the music was terrible. Well, it's not what I like about him. But secondly, I'm like, my wife's in the car, bro. Like, I mean, and this guy's like maybe my age. Wetter than the ocean. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So I'm thinking like. Can you not turn the radio down or read the room or figure out the situation? I understand it's your car, but this is kind of like one of those situations where, like, you just put on the oldie station. You don't you don't rock out with the filthy lyrics, dude. It's like the lick in the carpet. It's like the feet. It's like it's like people are oblivious. Just don't. Care. So again, I left a note for this for this guy. Similar yeah. in the other way though, just being like, hey, this guy, I I didn't I didn't have the heart to give him no stars because he did mm-hmm. drive us to our general destination. Yeah. But I was like, I mean, my wife felt like very uneasy in this. There's there's three dudes in the car, two yeah. of them she doesn't know, and this dude's like bopping out to some music about you know, yeah, doing this and, and even that. If she is into it. It's like this is not a scene that you're trying to set. Yeah, like, I like the weekend, just, but I would be like, this is you know, I mean. I would play that same song back in the hotel room. Let's be honest. If you're a, a, a white dude and you're driving and, and, and two black dudes get in the car and you're listening to like some hardcore-ass rap, you're turning, <laughs> that, you're turning that shit off. Are you no, not? I'm turning it up. I'm no, like, you're not. Yeah, no, you're trying to assimilate. I'm one of you guys. No, you're not. In the inverse, even if... if, if oh, dude, I do that all the time. If you're listening to Kenny Rogers and those guys get in the car, you're turning that... You're going to turn something that neutral. I'm going to turn it down because I don't want them to become, become square. No, I immediately assimilate. I'm like, yo, Ice Cube Predator, turn it up. You guys like this, right? Right. Oh, for yeah. sure, for sure. Breakfast with no hog, we get it. We all liked it. Absolutely. But no, dude. What is it? What if it was like? Um, can you imagine like the sad Uber driver? Like I, I had like, a, like <laughs> dude. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I had a little bit. I had I had some sadness happen to me today. Right. So I'm driving around. The music I'm listening to is it's not uh, it's not steal my sunshine. Right. It's not. So, like, what if I'm listening to that music, but I'm like, I'm your Uber driver. Right, I'm your Uber driver. We're just driving around, and I'm just listening to Alanis Morissette unplugged. Just, just Joy Division. Just Joy Division. Just that Alanis Morissette <laughs> unplugged. I'm listening to um, just uh, like ballads, like 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 the Ben Fold stuff that really hits me, and I'm just singing along. Like, what if like like I start like, tears? You know what I mean? Tear, look, t- adult tears. These ones count. All right. Like I got. I'm- we we all have a job to do, and while we're doing <laughs> no, that, but apparently job, nobody cares. While we're doing that job, we are to represent the company we work for. That's that's the model, hmm. right? But Uber's sort of nameless, and well, it, it is and it isn't though, it's because one of the things that you can complain about is profanity or behavior that like like there's a drop down box if you want to make a beef. And that, that, like some of those things are in there, so it's like you know right away those are things that people can like click on as a highlight, right? So they add th- those drop down menu things for pe- when they get continuous things about 
a specific behavior, they make it real easy for you to just do the drop down yeah. box. So if you're an Uber driver, it would behoove you to look at the drop down box and go, I'm going to make sure I don't do any of the following. Well, things. Look, I don't want to get low rates. But I need... Look at those low rates. <laughs> oh, no. I need to have... I need to listen to Sarah McLaughlin, that 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 song that they play when they're talking about monkeys that get lipstick shoved mm-hmm. in their eyes and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the pit bulls that are... What's it, the wings of an angel or something? Arms. Yeah. Right? The arms of an angel? Uh, I think his song's called Angel. But listen, angels don't fly with their arms. That's ridiculous. Whatever. They use their wings. So... <laughs> I'm not saying to fly with their arms. They're just saying you're being held by the angel in the uh, arms fly while they're flying. <laughs> they might be, but I like the idea of them flying around much better. Oh, so they're talking about angels just like, like coddling you? Yes. <laughs> all right, that's cool too. That's fine. It all it all works Look, out because it can coddle you and fly. Dude, that's totally what I'm getting off. The that's point totally anyway. what I meant. That's what I was saying. I was talking about how they don't fly with their arms. No, but I mean, like, so I'm listening to Sarah McLaughlin mm-hmm. that song about abused pit bulls and. Like, look, I, I know you might ding me, but dude, I got to get this off my chest. And what if I have that moment? Like I already told you, like to stare at people. What if I have that moment where like, you know, you get in the car. Uh, no, no, nay. A beautiful lady, a beautiful woman gets in the car. This is not a carpet licker. This is not a kind of girl, but she just gets it. She's like, you know what? This dude needs me. She starts singing the high part. I do the low part. We make our own as Star is Born. Now, uh... Now we're millionaires. Those are all am, I still, am I still a fool to you in your eyes? No, I just the vulgarity is the only thing I, had, <laughs> I really had an issue with because okay. I feel like if it had just been my wife in the car and the two other dudes hadn't been there, me and the other guy, the guy wouldn't have changed the radio station. No. That's the, so that that's really the issue is like he was completely oblivious to his audience. It's the same thing with my kids in the car. Like I'll play the weekend sometimes and I have to skip yeah, these songs. Cause it's like, well, that's, I mean, yeah, no, so you I guess I can skip the nail the, on the head. I could skip the birds and the bees thing because now you guys know you about the, the, nail on the, the joystick and all that. Yeah. You just said I had to skip these songs yeah. because they were inappropriate for the audience. Yeah. But just to touch on a couple, but other I'm things, a normal human being. My wife uh, was super cool in the fact that uh, I went, she's like a foodie. So we like went to a Cuban restaurant. We went to like a, uh, we ate seafood on the ocean or whatever. We we did a bunch yeah, of man. we ate these uh, this place called Taco Shack or Taco Beach Shack, super awesome like gourmet tacos, and uh, she went to a neighborhood cigar bar with me, and wow. we sat outside, and we smoked cigars. Me and her, she had one, I had one. You guys just recalibrated. She smoked too. Yeah. Do you guys just she smoked and- two cigars on this uh, on this trip. Hijo de la same same. Did you just smoke cigars and talk about um, how awful ever like the people at the airport were? No, no. What we because did that's was, like, dude, I don't think you... I, you might I, need to renew your vows at that point, I right? wish I would have got this dude's name. So we were sitting at a table outside. We were smoking outside. They had a bunch of like, um, you know, umbrellas and tables. This was at night, like 9 o'clock at night or whatever. Mm. There was a bunch of Croatian dudes playing dominoes with all had like the white shirts, white pants. and it's the pronounced the, Haitian. The white... Uh, uh, fedoras the wicker fedoras like this was totally south florida they're dressed like that backstreet boys video like someone threw buckets of water on them <laughs> well <laughs> so we, and the only reason i know they're croatian is because we were sitting next to these other two guys that were talking we could just hear them they're sitting next to us mm-hmm. and one guy was a korean fellow about my age who had 21 years in the marine corps and was retiring the week after good for him and the other guy was probably like almost 70 older dude italian guy from a, a, a transport, a transplant from New York wow. to Florida. 
He worked at the Port Authority. So I we're listening to them talk. And they started talking about a movie, and they couldn't remember the, what was the name of this actor. And I said, Gerard Butler. And they said, oh, hey. Uh, so we just turned our chairs, and then uh, we just we, we, we mixed in. And this and guy, your wife was okay with that? Yeah, this old guy, Jerry, who is, uh, ended up telling me who he was, he started telling us all about the neighborhood and these Croatian guys playing dominoes and you know what kind of neighborhood it was. And we talked to this dude for like an hour and a half. Greatest conversation He's ever. like, hey, like, get two these two people. some white shirts. He Let them in, in. He went inside to his locker. He visits the uh, cigar bar so often he has his own locker there. Wow. And he brought out some scotch, poured me some get scotch out. out of his own private collection. And uh, then I woke up in his bathtub. No, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. so he would. They were they were super impressed that my wife was uh, into. She, for me, smoked a cigar. I, I picked her out. That is impressive. Nice. Yeah, because that's not her first option. No, I mean do. she could have just sat. But I, my wife was drinking, and I was drinking. I was drinking a uh, a, a coffee instead of uh, alcohol. And then he brought out the scotch. He's like, "That hey, you need to have a scotch." So I, then I shared a scotch yeah. with him. Um. And then That's we also good, we, we smoked hookah while we were out there. Yeah, a hookah. Yeah, super I high. With the, I mean, it was just tobacco. No, just flavor tobacco but <laughs> yeah. we, I was like really like I always make fun of people who do that, and I was like I don't know what what's the allure to it. Like I don't get it. Like we both used to smoke cigarettes many moons ago, and I was like I, for me it's it's not a good thing to do because I could see myself immediately leaving and buying a pack of cigarettes. Wow. Because it's like the, it's it's regular like cigarette tobacco was flavored as far as i'm concerned you know in back to the future um one of the things that he wanted to do in part two as everybody knows one of the smartest moves was to get a sports almanac Mm. and go back and then gamble of course that's ingenious right well what i would biff goes back steals it steals the almanac screws him over but what i would do is what i would go back four years ago on our podcast and i would play him this podcast and I'll go, hey, Dave, and I would, like, hold you down like Clockwork Orange. Like, I'd glue it. Well, I'd, I guess I'd have to glue your ears open. But I'd figure out a way to make sure that you listened. And I would be like, I would make him listen. I would make old Dave listen to the new story about how new Dave is smoking a hookah <laughs> and hanging out with Croatians wearing white shirts and hats. And I would just sit back and I would be like, you know what? Sports Almanac was nice, but this is sweeter. Well, I just told my wife, like, she wanted, she was, like, begging me like let's try this hookah let's just see what it's all about and i'm like why she just was like like, everyone was going over there and doing it so she's like i want to see what it's all about and i was like this is tobacco she goes i don't think it's tobacco it's it's water vapor i'm like no it's it's absolutely tobacco but it's flavor right it's not like no ours was we had we had coffee flavor okay sure uh so she met me in the middle but it, it hits you like a cigarette like on the back of your throat so you get that like okay you know what i mean that that cigarette feeling to it and just but I mean, there wasn't much to it. I think if you had like five or six people hitting it, at, you know, together, it, 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 something. But I think I, I you have to. I think you have to have opium in it. I'm yeah, sure. I don't know. It just didn't do anything for me. It was. It was. A, it tasted good, but it was, just, it was a huge waste of money. But yeah, the boardwalk. I have to say this. Uh, we went down there the final night we were there, and there was a band, play, a cover band, playing this huge band shell. And the singer was really bad, and he couldn't hit a lot of the notes. He he was very ambitious. Did you give him my card? He was very ambitious. Uh, oh, yeah? No, uh, I did not. But I will tell you, looking around, I told my wife, I said, Hollywood, Florida is like a carnival with no rides. It okay. attracts the weirdest <laughs> group of people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything I, about it. It's so strange, man. It, it is so It's almost like... I would hate to say like the lake. It's more like the Lake County Fair. If you just again got to the Lake County Fair and they go, yeah, we're just not going to have rides. 
and we're going to have games. Less deep fried. It's going to be a lot of food and then these weird people. Yeah. It, it just was it was just the weirdest combination. Everyone was crazy. Every, it was like it was like I know why Chaz fit in so well when he was in Florida now. It makes a oh. lot of sense. A wow. lot of sense because it, dude, at this point, it's ubiquitous with just like crazy, dude. like like Germany or Florida. Yeah, or but but I whatever think, time I think crazy it's headline. synonymous with North Florida. I don't think South Florida gets that because South Florida yeah, is for is, sure is for more sure. of the like what do you call it, like beach communities and and, and transplants of of people who are retiring there who are have been from somewhere else. They're yeah. not the native Floridians yeah. are Northern Florida. It's like L.A. Like nobody that's, grew up. There. That's the Flaca people. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, Cocaine yeah. people are on South Florida, you Correct. know, and those Correct. are the people who've who've immigrated Down from south foreign countries and, and whatnot. But this was like Indiana Beach. If you ever been to Indiana Beach again without rides and without games, so okay. and this band, like I said, man, it, it blows my mind. It's like you're gonna you're going to try to do Huey Lewis. It's such a distinct voice. And I don't have to be the same as Huey Lewis, but like he hits a lot of lows and he hits a lot of highs. And if you can't yeah. hit that, if you can't do that range, cool. Don't play it in a lower key. Yeah. But this guy didn't do that. Crash test. Dummies like he just didn't choice. know his limitations and never, never really felt like he had surpassed his limitations. Like mankind, cover bands have got to know their limitations. Yeah, this was just was crazy. So, and we we saw a bum fight, uh, two homeless people fighting there, and I yes. yelled, I, I yelled out, "World star!" And my wife goes, "What's world star?" Did you film it? No, I should have though. Uh. But everybody stopped to like, let's we're done with the band now. Let's. It was a female and a male. So Ooh, I was like, I was like, so at what point are you obligated to jump in? But right. it looked like the female was going to do the aggressor. Weapon. Yeah, it's still a fight. You should probably break it up. But you know, I feel like if if she, uh. if, you know, and if this guy's not fighting back because she's a female, he's being walloped like it. But you could, they were both. I think they were both clearly insane. I think let's start with turning down the songs about orgasms in the Uber and work our way up yeah. to, to stopping bum fights. So you don't know how many knives are like in their hair. Hollywood, Florida has amazing food. <laughs> Amazing yeah. people. Uh, well, that's not what you said about the people. Well, you know, it is what it is. But that did, Korean dude is awesome, though. I didn't get in the pool at all at the hotel, even though they had like four or five different pools, mm. because I was like, why would you go in a pool when there's an ocean 10 more feet away? Uh, super true. Yeah. Especially when the pool is filled with children and then people who... Here's the thing. Nobody on the beach also went to the bathroom. If you're going to pee in the ocean, more power to you, bro. You should pee in the ocean. That's all, it's all good stuff. Sure. You can't pee in the pool, though. But people absolutely 100% do 100% of the time. So if you're, I'm going to be in a body of water with people urinating, I'd rather be the ocean. Yeah. You know, and that's you don't hear people that. saying it like out loud, like I'm peeing in this ocean right now, except right. for unless you're my kid. He says right. it all the time. But <laughs> like he'll tell me, like he was in, we, were, we went to a water park and he was in the wave pool. He was like, I'm totally peeing. I was like, no. I like drag him out. <laughs> like, no, don't say it. But yeah. Like, you do what you got to do. Right. Yeah, so uh, no, it was uh, it was overcast most of the time. It was it wasn't the greatest time. The one day we had really really nice weather, but uh, but you got out of the region. I mean, for I did a few days. But you know that. what? It's just like anything else, man. Cannot wait to get back home. Like you're just like really? as shitty as the weather is here. Unfortunately, this is this is home. You know, <laughs> interesting. And it's like these are our weird people here. Those and are it somebody sounds, else's. Sounds like people. you and your wife got a little appreciation for each other as well. Yeah, for sure. And we we paid we opted for a forty dollars more a night for the for the room. Uh, so the one we when we got there we paid a certain amount and we got up there and I was like no balcony, 
So we went back down. I was like, dude, we're upgrading the balcony. And we got the balcony room and we, we, yeah. we did smoke a cigar on the balcony one night. I saw a but picture of you that, with some weird graphics. Like yeah, Bat- it was Batman, Batman on the was roof. Smoking. That's right. I don't know how he did that. Uh, but I will say that uh, we the balcony wasn't utilized all that much. for, for the, But you know what? Hey, I will say this for my wife. You, you do only live once. So, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're on yeah. vacation. Sure. Uh, sure. and I don't, I don't look at the bills, so I could just imagine, I mean, the food costs alone, I think we're paying like $40 a piece for the buffet for breakfast at the hotel. So I could just imagine what kind of damage we did. Yeesh. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we made it out alive and we Ubered back for 15 bucks. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't take the pirates way Lesson back. learned, bro. Lesson learned, you know? I mean, you have to. That's what it's all about. You didn't uh, pay, you know, you didn't pay the iron price to get back to the airport. That's true. That matters. I, that is true. That matters big time. In closing, to um, to anybody who doesn't know, we have the new batch of stickers, which match the new graphic. So the last time, it's, it's got some new lettering, and the stars are colored in black instead of the white, and everything's a lot crisper. Also, anybody who ordered shirts, I've had uh, sweatshirts or hoodies or whatnot, I've had a couple people reach out to me and say, "Hey, you know, I bought mine like two weeks ago. I haven't, I haven't heard anything." The deal was um, that they waited till the entire campaign was over, which was on the twenty sixth. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Was it twenty sixth, twenty fourth, whatever it was? This this past Friday, I don't even know what the date is today. So whatever it was, uh, they wanted they were waiting to the end of the campaign, which would have ended this past Saturday. And 24th, the 24th. And from that point, they have two weeks to uh, print them all and have them all shipped to you. Or, you know, if you opted to pick them up. So can't wait. I'm asking that, you know, take as many pictures as you can with the, you know, with the, with the shirts on. Obviously I love to cross promote. Like, so wherever you are, you'll see me doing it. Um, It always helps. And like I said, you can go right now. If you want to get stickers, go to uh, windmill brewing and Dyer which is it shares a parking lot with the, uh, the the emergency room at Franciscan Hospital and the VF, the Dyer VFW post and get yourself any coffee product that you buy, any product, you buy beer there, whatever, just ask for a, a Hama Man podcast sticker and you will be given one or ask for two and they'll give you two. Um, and once supplies run out there, I will replenish them somewhere else. So um, go out there, have a coffee, support local as always and we will see you next time later